Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Dark Hour Gaming Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me today is Ryan. What's up? And Derek. Hello. Well, welcome back, guys. It's been a while. It's only been a little bit. Uh, yeah, just, a just bit. like 10 months, basically. I mean, <laughs> who's counting, right? Just 40 short weeks. No biggie. <laughs> Just think if we had to do a giveaway for every week that we miss. <laughs> I, I, I would literally be broke. I won't keep up uh, on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it, it's good to be back. Um, I guess, you know, since we've had such a long break, let's uh, let's start off this show by talking about um, some of the games we've been playing. And um, if you guys want to mention anything that you've played in this gigantic break we've had that's fine too um we'll just kind of highlight some of our favorites i guess um you want to start out derek no no <laughs> <laughs> pressure's on uh, yeah uh, i've been playing monster hunter again a lot recently um because iceborne's the- coming out in january for pc i never played iceborne on console you have the PS4 version, though, don't you? Yeah, but most of the people I know play on PC, so I also uh, have it, I also have it on PC. I got gotcha. you. I'm not gotcha. as far on PC yet as I am on PS4, though. How far are you? Um, I just uh, I just got to the point where you can search for the Elder Dragon tracks and oh. the ancient and the ancient forest, the Wild Spire Waste, and. Uh, that other area that I can't remember the name of. Nice. I hate. The one that where you meet the Odo Garen, that area. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that area is great. No, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So, I recently ran into kind of a similar issue. So, I, uh, I've been playing a lot of PC games uh-huh. recently. So, I kind of started a, a game on the I'll talk about which game later, but on the PS4, and I switched to PC and had to start completely over. Does that? Do you ever have any problems with that, or are you just like whatever? I I sometimes have big problems with that. With Monster Hunter, I have huge problems with it because Capcom makes me sad. So Why? so here's what Capcom did. Capcom's like, we're gonna release Monster Hunter World. Everybody wants to play this. We're gonna get a ton of sales, but we're only gonna release it on console. Then a few months later, we're going to release it on PC so that people will double dip and buy it twice. Like, they know what they're doing. They did that so people would double dip and buy it twice, and it worked. A ton of people double dipped and bought it twice, like me, for example. But then, so they know that a bunch of people are going to buy their game twice, and they still don't let you skip cutscenes? Come on, Capcom. I don't want to watch a shitty cutscenes for the second time. <laughs> Please. That does sound quite annoying. So I didn't yeah, even think about that part. With Monster Hunter, it really annoyed me because I don't want to watch the cutscenes. I also don't want to do low rank hunts again. Luckily, I'm past all that now. But it was really a pain for me to try to start playing it again. But a bunch of people wanted me to play it with them, so I commend I just... you for doing it because there was no way in hell I would ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. uh... I would like to go back to that game, but I just got so much else going on right now. I just I can't see myself buying it. How much is the DLC going to be? Uh, it's forty, forty dollars. Forty. I mean, it's like a whole. 
it's almost like a sequel with how much it adds. Really? Yeah. So I, I'm sure Iceborne's worth the forty dollars. I mean, you can already get it on PlayStation. It's been out for a while on PlayStation. It's just not out yet on PC. Because uh-huh. again, Capcom's looking for them double dippers. They don't have me on that one though. I didn't buy Iceborne on PS4. Huh. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah, no, once once Jeremy lost his save file on Monster Hunter, what was that? Back like April that was like April twenty eighteen or something like that? Or Yeah, that sounds about right actually. Yeah, yeah it was a long time ago. But uh yeah, but like soon after that, like we were gonna try and get him caught up again and it just it seemed like everyone just kinda stopped playing at that point. And I don't remember what came out. Something came out soon after that and it was just like Alright, well, everyone else, move on to the next game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could go back and play that game, because it's like, I got so far that I don't want to restart from the beginning, but I feel like that's the only way I'd be able to like get back into the groove of the gameplay of that game. So, I don't know. I don't think I can go back and play, play more Monster Hunter, even though it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. It was really hard to get me to start up again, and even... Even when I'm this far, sometimes it's still hard for me because I know I'm not as far as I was on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I I wish I could yeah. have just transferred that character over. That would have been nice. Every game should do that. <laughs> I know. Just let you transfer over, but Between I understand why they don't. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. I have, like, my biggest friends group, of course, is on PS4, but at the same time, I have some a few friends on PC that I like to play with, and it's like, um, I have a hard time playing co-op or multiplayer games on PC, because usually I've already bought it on PS4, because that's where my friends are. Right, so. that, that's me, but with PC first. The only people I know who really play things on PS4 often are you and Ryan, you two, so. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> and even for me, it's not that often anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I try to make the most of my gaming time. I mean, I have had more time to play games recently, which is good, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm still kind of picky with what I choose to play because, you know, there's just not enough hours in the day. Now, surprisingly with Monster Hunter, one thing that I've liked about playing it on PC is, and I never thought I'd say this, I think the game's way better with keyboard and mouse than with controller, personally. Mostly for one main reason. Because you can assign your items to the number keys, mm-hmm. so you don't have to scroll through your items and like look for a potion. You can just press mm. 1 and you drink a potion. That is, That's that beautiful. Is yeah, press 3, <laughs> you have an antidote. It's like, yes, thank you. Because I know on the PS4 version I've died to scrolling through my items before. Like, well, where the hell is that thing that's going to sharpen my weapon? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the whetstone, yeah. Yeah, I could, I couldn't even remember. See, that's how long it's been. It has been a long time for you, I know. My brain's also focused on the outer worlds and uh, Catherine, and oh, I actually, yes. I was just randomly thinking about the Nintendo sixty four since you were talking about bringing up games that we've been playing during the year. Um, that is just like, I don't know, games that I've played prior to this year, just out of my brain. Gone permanently. I understand that. I, I, I play it, then I forget it. All of it. Every single yeah. last detail. 
But yeah, you mentioned Outer Worlds. Both me and Ryan have both been playing Outer Worlds recently. Yeah, no, Mike yeah. just beat it. That's your oh, yeah, you've been it. playing it too, Mike? Yeah, I finished it last night, <laughs> oh, actually. <laughs> I'm not even close to finishing it. So, What'd um, you think of it? I, I loved it. It's uh, definitely one of my favorite games I've played this year. Not that I've played a ton of games, but... Um, the the story is decent. It, it you know it's not my favorite story, but I don't know how to explain it. The, the way they tell the story, the storytelling is is wonderful, and um, that, that that's one of the main things I like about it. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but I have to talk a little bit about the story in yeah. order for people to understand. So. I guess up into, I'm sure both of you guys made it to the first quote-unquote big decision in the game. Oh, yeah. Past uh-huh. that. Yeah. So, I was telling Ryan, um, like, when you make those decisions, you don't know how they're going to impact the game later on. And I found out, like, that first choice I made um, actually was a bigger deal than what I thought it would be. You know, I... That's I'm just gonna sp- I'm gonna spoil that part. So the first big decision is you you're gonna re- reroute this power. You can either send it to this town. What's the name of the town? I forgot. Edgewater. Edgewater. Yep. Edgewater. Or you can send it to some deserters that who have left Edgewater and help them out. So I chose to send it to the deserters. And I won't say whether that was how dare you quote unquote the Me and Ryan <laughs> both chose to send it to Edgewater. Yeah, I, I won't say what you know which one. I think at after playing the story, seeing which one was the better decision, I won't say. Um, at least on this show, um, we can talk about it later after you guys actually finish the game. But and I was surprised that they actually, you know, brought that back up, and they were like, "Yeah, this is." That's this really is what, good to hear. I'm really basically, glad. you know, this is what you did. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you fucked up. Like. <laughs> this, is, this is how you ruined everything. So I'll say just, you know, when whenever those decisions come up and the, you know, they give you like little hints, you know, people will say, hey, you know, this is the downside of doing what you're about to do or this is a good side. You know, you should probably listen to what they say. So, yeah, but. I don't know how much that impacts the the story. I'm gonna replay it actually and make different decisions to see the different endings. Um, Out of curiosity, are there a lot of big like moral decisions like that throughout the game? Because that's the only one I've seen so far. No, there isn't a ton of them. I thought there'd be more. Um, there, there's not a ton. No, there's, gotcha. Um, there's there's probably a, a handful. What I call major decisions. I see. And most of them are. You know, smaller stories between the characters. Right. Um, have you guys did any companion quests? Um, I I did okay. the the one to get uh, Vicar Max. Oh. In the first area. Okay. I didn't okay. actually do any of the quests yet. Like I just landed in the next area, and uh, both oh, you, Max yeah, you... and the 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 girl, I can't remember her name. Uh, they both asked me to do stuff for them, but I haven't done it yet. Gotcha. So, yeah, you guys are both still really early. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't played it a ton yet. 
but no, it, it's it's a pretty awesome game. Oh, by the way, how how are you guys deciding to play? I I decided to go like heavy, heavy, heavy into dialogue. Me too. I've been very <laughs> right jack now, in the box. <laughs> right now, I have sixty in persuasion and fifty in lie and fifty in whatever the other dialogue was. Intimidate. Yeah, intimidate. And then I suck at combat. Like I yep. just am terrible in combat <laughs> but i can I was, hack and lockpick anything yep that's exactly how i was but you know towards the end when you start leveling up a little more i i started pumping some into uh the uh well i mean the way it works for people who haven't played it yet is you get you can level up um say like dialogue right yeah and once you level those up to 50 it kind of splits off. So after that, separately. yeah, you have to level up either um, persuade or persuasion, yep. intimidate, or what's the other one? Uh, uh, lie, uh, lie, lie, or lie. Yeah. So yeah, after you hit fifty, you have to level them up individually. Which is so. what I just did with dialogue. I just hit fifty with dialogue yesterday and started putting it into persuasion. After that, gotcha. Yeah, I did. I did guns like last. I, first, I me. did dialogue, and then I did some tech um, and science. That's and gonna be me. How much leveling <laughs> would you need to do to max everything out? A lot. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of. The game doesn't want you to max everything out. I'm pretty sure most games like this usually don't want you to max everything out. But I want to max yeah. everything out. Damn it. <laughs> you have to do Good like luck. every side quest. <laughs> no, yeah, I've been playing very uh, jack of all trades. I definitely did not mean to say jack in the box. Um, yeah, I I kind of wanted to start focusing on science, but like I kind of realized like, well, I still want I still want to be able to damage enemies. So okay, I gotta I gotta do weaponry, and then after that, I was like, well, but I still want to be able to make persuasive decisions. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I got to put up dialogue. And then it just yeah. it just kept tacking on. It was like, I don't know what I should be putting my points into. <laughs> well, before I started playing the game, I knew very little about the game. So I thought that I thought that I would be able to go through the game without really fighting as long as I didn't like get into fights. Uh-huh. Now I know that's not really the case. There's going to just be enemies out and about that I'll run into. Um so, when I was making my character, I had the thought process of, I don't want to get into a fight. I want this character to avoid conflict at, by any means necessary. And I'm still kind of playing like that. Mm-hmm. It's just that sometimes I have to get into a fight, and I have a really hard time when that happens. So, you put so you put your leadership skill up, and then make it so that your, your AI can do all... Your companions can do all the work for you. <laughs> oh, you're right, I should do that. And then just that. stay back. That's a good idea. <laughs> I should do that. Only problem with that though is that I found out. Well, I mean, you could use the perks and you can give them better armor, mm-hmm. but I felt like my companions died like really quick. That's how and, it is uh, for me right now. My companions seem to die super fast right yeah. now. Yeah. So what I, I usually do as soon as I get them, I just I use their ability like right <laughs> right away, and then uh, if they die, oh well. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I could take them. I can take. I mean, at this point in the game, um, I might reload my save and do some of the side quests I missed. Mm-hmm. But when I got, by the time I got to the end, I was 
unstoppable like nothing even though i wasn't putting a ton of things into guns like the weapons that i found and upgrading the weapons um i was just demolishing everything that's which is why I, I wish i had played on hard at that point but oh i'm well. playing on hard yeah i heard that hard was the way to go but i had already started so that's yeah that makes sense yeah are you guys finding it hard yeah or yeah it's, i, it's I am finding it kind of hard during combat right now i've yeah. died quite a few times in combat did you guys do that side quest where you had to find the girl named zoe yes yeah i found that really hard she was surrounded by so many yeah uh, like bandits yeah that was pretty tough so i actually ended up dipping it back to normal because um i think it was the very first like side quest you get outside of the city and there was like this dude that was just fully tanked out in armor and like it'd be like three shots and i'm dead and i kept reloading yeah. the save and it was like i want to kill them i don't want to just like run by and go get this item that i need and like leave so right. i ended up just dipping it back to normal and i was just like whatever i'll just keep playing so i never really That's turned fair. it back but like when i went to that area that you were just talking about i just obliterated everyone i had a little light machine gun and i was like all right let's just go to town and like everyone just run in a couple shots dead next person <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah i kind of do see where like mike's coming from where it's like the game probably gets a little bit too easy towards the end if you're playing on like normal right yeah yeah it feels good though like to, <laughs> to just go in and just like murder everybody it probably it, does i i've <laughs> not i've not dipped down to easy i've stayed at hard and every fight is scary for me honestly <laughs> right now like every hear. fight is hard but i've been getting through it and i plan on sticking with it mm-hmm. yeah i think on my second playthrough i'll play on hard i i think you should well i think like one other thing that i appreciate about the game kind of just going away from the action like the actual combat um a bit I really like how they go about dialogue in the game, because, like, I kind of, like, get, like, a Borderlands vibe from the game, and I and I don't necessarily mean that in just, like, fully how, like, the story fleshes out, but, like, I appreciate the comedy they bring to the game, because I feel like a lot of times they give you a lot of dialogue options that I just find hilarious, and it's, and yeah. it's kind of because of, like, the fact that, like, Every character in the game, to some degree, is pretty sassy. So, like, just getting that opportunity to get back at them with some snotty, passive-aggressive remark, uh, that just cracks me up. Oh, yeah, definitely. You guys usually choose, like, the uh, smart-ass remark? Because there's usually one every time. Um, actually, I've, I normally play asshole characters in these types of games... But I've been trying to play, like, a nice guy kind of character, so I've not been choosing the sassy remarks usually. <laughs> I'll pick him every now and again when someone's, like, really deserving of it. Yeah. <laughs> someone's just being a real prude, and you're just like, I'm sticking it to the man here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you said, though. Like, everybody is, like, kind of... It's not over the top. Like, I feel like Bo- Borderlands can be sometimes, trying to be too funny. But, like, everybody ha- has, like, this... <clears throat> I guess, for lack of a better word, sassiness to them. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, if that's the way you're going to talk to me, then, well, here you go. Yeah, I kind of don't so. um, fully understand that. Only just because, like, 
Um, I feel as though sometimes I don't really get, like, a full range of, like, dialogue in the sense that, like, I get to pick what I actually want to say. Because some, there's some cases where, like, they kind of, like, pigeon you into making a certain decision where it's like, alright, I mean, I'm picking the best I got here, but that's not exactly how I would have approached the situation. I think that's yeah. just a problem with uh, most games in general. Yeah. There's too many too many decisions to code them all into possibilities. For sure. Yeah. But I get yeah. you. I've, I've, I've felt that way in this game and in other games that have choices. Yeah, I don't think it's like... It, you don't have a whole lot of ability to make like choices that that um, would kind of like change your interactions with people. It's kind of like just the way you kind of want to steer the conversation. Is that if that makes sense? It's yeah. it's always yeah. going to end in in you either kind of siding with them or not siding with them. But like throughout the conversation, and and also that's another thing they do. Like I don't know if you guys noticed, but like. When you're having conversations with people, you could like m- cut them short and just be like, "Hey, get to the point." Yeah. yeah. And, or you could like drag them out, and I like these conversations get so weird. Yeah, they get so weird sometimes. Yeah, I noticed that too. I noticed that I, yesterday I, when I was playing. I kind of appreciate yeah, I thought that's that. really cool. Yeah. yeah. I like. I yeah. just like the fact that like that's kind of how you can push for more lore or less lore or like just kind of like. It kind of gives you that opportunity to actually roleplay yourself, where, like, you're like, alright, my character's just, like, a to-the-point, he doesn't give a shit about anything, he's just like, alright, like, <laughs> just move on, what do you want from me? <laughs> Whereas I could play, like, a, some other character that's just like, alright, let's let's hear your story, like, let me actually make a rational decision here. <laughs> so just kind of getting that opportunity to, like, actually, like, flesh out someone's thoughts, so that way, like, I can use that information either for or against them. I kind of appreciate that about yeah. how they handle the dialogue. Yeah, and just... I don't know, I just thought the way they handle a lot of things was really cool. The way they handle quests and how you could... There's different ways to complete quests. You can botch a quest and just... I mean, it's just... I just like the way they handle all that. Yeah, no, I really like it so far. I'm early in, but it's good so far. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like I don't think it's like super super long, mm-hmm. um, which was okay for me because um, I have that stranding coming. Oh my god! I can't like... wait. <laughs> I seriously can't wait. But I need to know, Mike. Did you watch the launch trailer? And you too, Ryan. Did either of you watch the launch trailer? Nope. I did not. I, don't, I said I was going to not watch. Don't anything. do it. It's very spoilery. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have. I wish I wouldn't have. I didn't finish it. But I watched like half of it, and then I stopped, and I was like, "Why did I even start watching this?" <laughs> but yeah, it's I wasn't good. Gonna... It's good, but it's Is like it? I don't need to know this. I'm gonna play it. Well, see, for me, you know, I already knew I was gonna buy it, whatever, and yeah. so I was gonna stay away from all content. Mm-hmm. And then the reviews came out, and they were so mixed. They're very mixed. So yeah. I I went and I watched some giant bomb content about it did giant bomb like it i don't know what they gave it uh they didn't review it yet oh okay they just they just kind of showed they let uh i think they let them show 20 minutes of gameplay which i didn't watch all of it right 
I know, um, like, IGN America didn't like it, but then, like, IGN, like, I don't remember which one, it might have been, like, IGN Italy gave it, like, a 9.5, while IGN America gave it a 6.8, and, uh... <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so that's already, that's in the same company, so it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know they're different reviewers, but still... And that's just yeah. kind of how the reviews have all been. There's been a bunch of perfect reviews, and then there's been a bunch of mediocre reviews. No, like, absolutely awful reviews, though. It's it's all between 7 and 10, except for that IGN review at a 6.8. Actually, no, there is one. Yeah, there yeah. is one on Metacritic that they gave it a 35. Oh, Here, wow. and I, okay. I cite it. Death Stranding is an irredeemable piece of garbage that should serve as a warning <laughs> to publishers who give developers carte blanche to create art. <laughs> yeah. Who wow. was that? Uh, I don't know. Company just was that? Steve, Steve Iver. It's it's on Metacritic. Oh, so it's, it's just, just one guy. of the it's critics on Metacritic. Uh-huh. Okay, um, but it's yeah, basically, I think I said this to Ryan already uh, in a conversation we had. But this, no matter what the reviews for this game are, like even if it got complete trash reviews, I'd still buy it day one and play it because I need to know for myself. Oh yeah, I'm. I pretty much buy anything Kojima makes, but. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. This did kind of bring my expectations down a little bit, but that's probably good. Thing. I mean, that's fine. That it didn't bring mine like down because if you look at the criticisms, except for that guy who Ryan just said, who seemed to really hate it, <laughs> uh, the good criticisms <laughs> mostly the criticisms seem to mostly lie in it being slow paced, which I'm not that surprised about. Like the story apparently takes a while to get rolling, and apparently yeah. the gameplay is slow. Like to get like for that to get exciting as well, which I'm not that surprised about, and I'm okay with a slow burn. So apparently, Kojima himself even said that, which I didn't know. Yeah. But. So as long as you go in expecting a slow burn, like I think you'll be fine. Like based on yeah. the criticisms I've read, so I'm still well, super excited. Nothing's getting oh, me yeah. down. And then I mean, if I, I, I hate it, Friday then I'll, I'll bitch about it on the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing all weekend. Me too. I'll be playing it all weekend, pretty much. I'm actually probably not getting it day one. Um, I don't know when I will get it. That's that's I, fair. But I also don't. I mean, really, you, I don't you haven't really been have as big of same, a Kojima. Yeah, I don't really have the same like interest in Kojima games. I mean, I enjoyed yeah. Metal yeah. Gear Solid, but like. I definitely wouldn't rave over Kojima. You also did didn't. You? Did you even play all the Metal Gear Solids? I can't yeah. I didn't Asuka's finish. Five. Oh, you did. I didn't finish five, but okay. But yeah, okay. That's surprising. I played all I the other ones. Played all. Yeah, Mike. Mike got me the collection that Blue Point nice. did. Oh, nice. Oh, Blue Point. <laughs> oh wow, you're so good at just working that in there. Go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> no, and Ryan. We you know, know you want to talk about that. I'm definitely not talking about that. So. uh... Yeah, so uh, I've been playing Catherine, <laughs> the the uh, full body, the remake. Super good. It's very so good. good. Um, I've been playing it on that hard mode on Remix. Derek, Can't believe it. I'm I'm so mad that I had to redo that boss fight. Oh, but you got through it. So <laughs> I it's know, okay. I know, but it's just it's frustrating when you struggle so much and then you have to redo it. But yeah. Then again, I am a kind of a masochist, so um, that's neither here nor the there. That, the fact you're playing on hard remix just confirms that. I know, but like I, I, I just I like the fact that they added a whole new character and even added more towards like both the other two Catherine stories, so that way, like, oh yeah, you have a bit more like to invest into 
wanting to pick K. Catherine, whereas the PS3 slash Xbox 360 version was kind of pushing for, well, here's all your story stuff with uh, C. Catherine. Are you sure you don't want to be a good person? (laughs) Yeah. At least that's how I felt they kind of approached the story in the original. I agree. In the original Catherine, they kind of just made K. Catherine come off as like, like she came off as you should pick her because she's your girlfriend even though she's kind of a jerk to you like that's how it came off but with the full body edition they fleshed her out a little bit more and if she feels like she feels like she is actually a really good choice now you get more of the backstory between her and Mm -hmm. vincent and you just learn more about her so it's good yeah i actually i ended up trying attempting the babble tower babble oh yeah Um, i got up to like 90 steps on the first one yeah and then i died and i was like damn it it took me forever to beat the first one i'm i still haven't beaten the second one (laughs) but yeah we need to play that on versus at some point but that's irrelevant to the podcast i'm embarrassed to say i never did finish Catherine. wow i mean it's not for everybody (laughs) it's it's like it's like half of a. It's half of the game is a puzzle game, which already isn't for everybody, and the other half of the game is basically a visual novel, which is definitely not for everybody. So yeah, I'd have no. A, I really I liked it. I just yeah. I don't know why I didn't finish. I mean, if you do decide to play it again, full body edition is really good. Totally recommend it. They not did they? I don't see. They it on added a third PC. girl too. So I was just looking on Steam. I only see it's not Catherine on Steam. Classic. It's not on Steam. Boo. Full body is on PS4. Yeah, pick it up on the PS4, Mike. It might be on <laughs> Xbox One. I don't know if it's on Xbox One. I actually didn't check. I don't know, yeah. But it's definitely on PS4, because that's where me and Ryan have it. I got the Maybe. collector's edition of it. So good. How much was that? It was uh, it was only $80. $80. I gotcha. Alright, well, I guess... Well, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is there you had anything else to say about Catherine? Uh, I mean, I beat it a while ago. Like as soon as it came out, I just kind of binged it in a weekend. Yeah. Like I actually beat it in less than two days. So twice, <laughs> I beat it twice. Um, but yeah, it's good. I've been Recommend it. I've been struggling to like maintain a consistency with the game, um, mainly due to the exams. But like. I don't know, it's just so many games come out, and then my backlog gets bigger, and then it's like, where do I start? You're, you're telling me. Where do I start? I where do I go? It feels like games are constantly coming out. I, I can't know. keep up. I, like, I'm looking over at my small-ish library of physical copies of PS4 games, and it's like, Evil Within 2, I hadn't even started. Valkyria Chronicles hadn't even started. Tales of Asteria, I'm midway through the game. The Surge, I haven't even started. Like, I just have so many games on my backlog. Fallout 4, right. I never completed, but that's also because I really was not happy with that game. I wasn't happy with Fallout <laughs> 4 either. You're not alone. I have Mike's copy of the first Evil Within that I beat, but I wanted to platinum it, and I never got around to doing that. <laughs> I uh I'm trying to get away from playing multiple games at once. Um I'll never get away from fucking it. Luck. <laughs> yeah, good so, luck. Well, I mean it's the only way I'm finishing games these days. Um 
I went a long time just like starting games. I mean, granted, I was playing games like Destiny, which you can't beat. Um, but I guess it started with Bloodstained. I played Bloodstained. Oh, um, I played that. Couple- that was a good game. I love that game. It's it was, it's pretty good. It's really good. So I didn't actually you know, I, finish I, it though, but I, I need to get back to it. Oh, I I did. So what do you wait? What are you playing on? That's the PS4. first question. Okay, you're fine then. Uh, word of warning to anyone thinking about playing this game: do not buy the Switch version. Why? What's wrong just, with the Switch just version? Just don't. It's it terrible. Exists. Oh, wow. I almost <laughs> got it on Switch. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. It, it, it has so many technical problems. Like it, it wasn't running well in the first place. But like, I can get past that. Um, but when you crash on me three times in one night, oh, I just I yeah. couldn't do it anymore. I just completely quit. That's fair. Um, and I already, not to crap on the switch, but you know I was playing it um, handheld mode and just like I don't know the controls just didn't feel right for me anyway long story short so now i have the xbox game pass oh which gives me the games on pc and um, xbox one oh yeah i have the xbox game pass for pc because it's only a dollar right now it's a dollar yeah one month yeah yeah well that's how you can actually get it yeah that's exactly how i'm playing too you can actually get two two months for two dollars i don't know if they yeah. give you that deal yeah um, you can get two months for two dollars you can also get a free month by turning on the um the re- the automatic renewal they'll give you a free month for turning that on alienware oh. was also giving away free codes for a free month which i got one of those so i have a total of four months for two dollars oh, wow. oh my god oh wow yeah, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and it's a good deal. Like I, don't, I don't know if you've looked, but like you got, you get gears, you get outer yeah. worlds, blood stained. From that, I was playing Halo Wars Two, which I've wanted to play, but I don't have an Xbox, mm-hmm. so I haven't been able to play. And uh, uh, it's really fun, Halo Wars Two. It's really good if you yeah. like RTS games. So I downloaded those. I downloaded Metro. Um, what is it? Twenty thirty three, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry, Exodus. Are you talking about the newest one? Ex- Exodus is oh, the yeah. newest oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah. We were talking about you getting the other two at one point. Yeah, I, I, I think I have the first one okay. on PC, uh, and now I could play Exodus. I actually played a very little bit just to see if it run on my computer, which um, I built a new PC, so I can oh, pretty nice. much run anything now. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um. But anyway, back to Bloodstained. Um, are you a huge Castlevania fan? No, Derek? I've no? not. I've only played one Castlevania game, and that was on the PS3. And uh, I'm pretty sure Harmony it was of Pol- Despair. Harmony of Despair. Yeah. Oh, everyone okay, loves that okay. one. Such that good one, co-op game. It was really fun. I really liked that game. But I've I've not played any other Castlevania games. Oh, okay, okay. What what made you pick this one up? Just curious. Uh, honestly, just um, the trailer looked really good, and uh, uh. I really liked the art style in Bloodstained. <laughs> I thought it was super nice. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I think I kind of broke that game, like near the end, the final boss. I I, I unlocked this upgrade that so. I don't know if you've used guns in that game yet. Um, oh no, I haven't really used. I have them, but I haven't. Really, I don't really use them. My favorite so weapon I, is that sword that you can like throw. 
and it comes back oh to you. Yeah, yeah yeah that was pretty cool so but with guns so i am <laughs> i unlocked this uh this ability where um you don't even use ammo so i had unlimited ammo and i so i bought the most powerful bullet and i had the most powerful gun and i just kind of demolished the final boss in that game i felt kind of bad i was like maybe i should just you felt re- bad yeah i was like should i replay this <laughs> and, like- and then you like apologized <laughs> afterwards sorry for like, killing I'm you so sorry I feel so bad now. Let me just re re save. Let me just go back to my last save and just I'll let you kill me. <laughs> Cause like every other boss was like a decent challenge. Um, I'm not sure how you, how are you finding the bosses. Oh uh, yeah, I'm finding it to be a hard game overall, personally. Yeah, that's what that's why I thought it was strange that I was able to do that, um, unlock that, and just kind of. Yeah. It's been a little while know. since I played it, though. I got it back when it first came out, which was like August, and I haven't really played it since I put it down a couple weeks after that. Yeah, a friend of mine had bought it for me for my birthday. I had it a while, and yeah. I didn't have my Switch. Um, I finally got my Switch back, and I started playing. Um, I played for hours, um, and then I was just like, I can't do it anymore. So I switched to the uh, PC version, which gotcha. was the smart choice. But no, like I, I mean, I, I recommend it to anyone who who likes Just that. not the Switch version. Yeah, don't buy the Switch version. Get any version but that one. I do, Sorry, however, Nintendo. recommend on the Switch Link's Awakening. That ah, game is very I, well done for a remake. I be- it looks good. I still haven't played it, though. It's so good. They've added quite a bit from the original, from what I was reading online about it. Um... Because I never played the original on the... Was it just the Game Boy or Game Boy Advance? Probably Game Boy. It was Game Boy Color. Yeah. Okay. Or Game Boy and Game Boy Color, yeah. Um, but, like, just, you know, kind of incorporating all the different Mario stuff, I think, is really funny. Um, plus, obviously, I mean, it's a top-down Zelda game. Like, who doesn't like those ones? Except for weird new people who only like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I definitely I highly recommend playing that game. And guess what? I haven't finished it yet. I'm on the very last dungeon. <laughs> wait, wait. Did you just say you hate Breath of the Wild? Yeah, he he did say that. And uh, while I don't wouldn't say such a strong word as hate, I do think the game is not great and it is definitely overrated. Really? Yeah. Uh, hate that game. He hates it. Alex also hates it. Well, he's That's here, funny. Like, I don't know. I'm finding this happening with, like, Zelda games. Um, what was the one that came out on the Wii U? Breath of the Wild? Sky- I mean, not, not, no, no, no. Uh, Skyward Sword. The, the Wii. Wii. Yes, yes. Skyward oh, Sword. Yeah, Skyward Sword, yeah. Like, when that first came out, everybody was like, I really liked oh, that Oh, yeah. One. Such a good game. Such a good I game. And it. then, like, like afterwards, when I talk to people about it, they're like, "Oh no, Skyward Sword was terrible. It's it's like the worst Zelda." So I really like Skyward Sword. I wouldn't say anything bad about that one, really. I never. I can't judge it. I never played it, but I did. I like Breath of the Wild. I thought uh, it was pretty. I good. mean, Breath of the Wild got kept my attention at least throughout the whole thing. Oh. That's the biggest praise I can give it. But honestly, in my opinion, Breath of the Wild is a very uh, empty world um, without very much enemy variety at all. Um, mm-hmm. and 
yeah, that's that's about sums it up. There's not a lot to say because there's not a lot in the game. It's one of it's one of those things for me where like like go back to our podcast where you and Tom talked about it, right? Um, you know, I I gave my list of complaints, and I never really like I never really spent a lot of time replaying the game after I had beaten it. So like. I just had all this time to just think about all the aspects of the game that I didn't like. And it's just, it's compounded itself to a point where it's like, if I compare it to, like, another Zelda game I've played, like, I probably have more complaints about it than I do about another one. Even Majora's Mask. You know, even yeah. Link's Awakening, where you're... Sorry, not Link's Awakening. Um, uh, Wind Waker. Where you're on a fucking boat the entire game. Like, I hate that game, I love but I think I hate though. Breath of the Wild even more. Actually, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's, that's probably a toss-up. <laughs> Maybe I need to I actually... I don't know, man. Like, Wind Waker's fantastic. I fucking dude. hate that game. But, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just it's compounded itself to a point where just, like, when I think of that game, I just, uh I cringe a little bit on the inside. I think the main thing it has going for it is... It has a huge world and it looks really good, but that's probably about the extent of what I would say I like about it. <laughs> but it's like, what's the point of having a huge world if it's, most of it's just empty? I mean, I I have nothing to say against that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no counter. I mean, to be fair, to play Devil's Advocate, you could say that about my, my one of my favorite games of all time, Shadow of the Colossus. Huge open world, literally nothing in it. <laughs> That's <laughs> factuarial statement. <laughs> but it bothers me in that game, too. That's not why I love Shadow of the Colossus. But it kind of makes sense for Shadow of the Colossus, though. It's supposed to be yeah, like I mean, that, that's It's supposed to be they, like atmosphere. They, they purposely did that. I yeah. don't know if Breath of the Wild was meant to do that i think breath yeah. of the wild was meant to kind of keep you preoccupied with like basically a ton of mini quests well they have all the puzzle dungeons which, that's what i'm saying i mean yeah they're interesting enough i guess but they don't feel as good as any dungeon from a previous zelda game feels in my opinion well then it's like you compound that with the fact that like the four main dungeons are so short slash yeah like just insufficient in my mind in comparison that it's just like right this doesn't make it any better yeah it, but i do see why people like it a lot like i'm not gonna argue that it's just yeah i me. just it's i mean me. i'm not gonna rehash my issues with it like ryan said we talked about it in one of our earlier podcasts it might have been the first or second one i can't even remember gotcha. but um yeah, I mean, I still stick by uh, I want to say I gave it like in in the 8ish range. Yeah, that sounds right. Like 8.5 maybe, I don't know. But, but yeah, you been playing anything else, Derek? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that we're still on me. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> 44 minutes in, we're still on me. What no, 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 no. We, we've, we've rotated. So, like, we started with you, and then Ryan talked about his game, and then I talked about Bloodstained. And yeah, I we've mean... We've been moving around. <laughs> um, my friends got me playing League again, League of Legends, which I've oh, never wow. been... I've never been one to be super into that, but... 
I have been playing it a lot. Now I've never played League. I played Dota, not League though. I I like League more than I like Dota. I've played both of them. I know it's a hot debate, but yeah, I, I like League more than I like Dota. Yeah, I can't really compare. Yeah. Um, I don't really got much to say about it though, because I it's it's League. Everybody everybody knows what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm just. You know what I figured out about myself? I'm just a sore loser. Me too. (laughs) Honestly, I would not be able to play this so much, especially because I hate toxicity in games. Like somebody's toxic to me once in a game, I'll never play it again. (laughs) Like uh, that's how I quit. uh, Rainbow Six. That's how I quit. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Rainbow Six is Rainbow Six is super toxic. But um, is it? Yeah, League used to be super toxic. It seems to have gone better, but they have this amazing feature that I turned on, and it made it so League is playable for me. And that feature is, you can just turn off chat. You just turn it off. You don't see anybody's chat. Nice. (laughs) Nobody can be toxic to you. (laughs) That's fair. Every game should have that feature. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I like... I just... I gotta get over it, but... No, it's, I get it. It's why I quit playing Call of Duty. I kind of refused to play multiplayer in Destiny. Although, I did start playing Gambit mode, which Gambit's I kind of like. Gambit's really fun. So, I'm cool with Gambit, but the Crucible can go screw itself. I mean, um, honestly, I don't think Crucible and Destiny 2 is that fun anyway. Yeah. Personally. I, I, I just don't... I don't like how certain, uh, like, armor and weapons is kind of locked behind making you play that mode. Yeah. And, you know, that and the fact that to unlock certain exotics you have to, most exotics you have to play some sort of multiplayer, mm-hmm. it's kind of not cool. Um, especially when they're like... Um, Dying or losing will lose your kind of uh, yeah. You'll lose progress. So I'm like, you know, screw that. If you just want me to play just to try it out, fine. You know, I'll play five matches of whatever Crucible. But when I actually have to be good at it to progress, then I get kind of annoyed. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I think it's just because we 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 are mostly playing in a society that thrives on multiplayer in general They're kind of the yeah. outliers of I don't generally enjoy playing player versus player game modes yeah I mean um, that's kind of how people are, or I mean how these companies are kind of making their games uh, last forever you see I, I mean, like PvP game modes I really do the problem is nobody's coming up with any interesting ones anymore they're just copying each other it's like mm. I want something new and fresh like we're not getting it though. Everything that comes out is just another, like objective shooter, hero shooter, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, do you see that changing in the next generation or no? Uh, I mean, I don't really see any new game modes coming out anytime soon. When they do come out, they kind of come out of nowhere. Um, yeah. So it's kind of hard to predict, but I don't see anything on the horizon. Like, I haven't seen anything announced that looks new and interesting. Yeah, it's just sad, like, you know, when PvP, you see one, specifically. when you see one, one thing become popular, everybody just kind of like 
tries to copy it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is sad. And I feel like when we do get things that are potentially new or interesting, they, they don't take off and they die. Like, there's these uh, two games that I really loved on PC, one of them called Paragon, and the other one, which was like a third-person shooter MOBA. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember that, if you played it. And I didn't then, play it, but I heard about it. And yeah. then there was Gigantic, which was um, kind of like a MOBA, but different. Mm-hmm. And it was like a third-person action PvP game. And both those games, super fun, super well-made, but they just never got the player base to take off, and eventually they died out. So it's sad. Whenever there is something new or interesting, I feel like it just won't it won't make it. Like, like these companies have to copy what's successful if they yeah. want to make it. I want to see, like, new, I don't know how you would do it, but just new, like, uh, co-op modes in, in games. Um, just, I don't know, an interesting take on that from some company. Yeah. That's why I, mean, I like games like, um, what do they call A Way Out, even though, like, apparently it's really short and there's no, like, it's not yeah. like the game, like, story will go differently um each playthrough but like um just kind of that asymmetric co-op where it's two people you're playing with one other person and then like you're doing drastically different objectives to try and help each other escape prison um so it's just like it's like a different kind of concept but i mean apparently it was way too short was kind of the big complaint surrounding the game and i mean there's games like uh man of medan where they kind of added in like a couch co-op type thing where it can be uh, from like two to five players and basically you just pass the controller around depending on which character is up for whatever they're doing and so kind of having that opportunity to let people like make their own decisions definitely changes a lot of the dynamic and the rest of the game so that's kind of like a interesting spin on things but at the end of the day, yeah, a lot of times it's like you see a lot of the kind of common, like, here's a, uh, oh, what do they call those, like, arena-style ones where it's just hordes of enemies, yeah, horde mode. Yeah. Like, you see horde things shooters. like that get, yeah. like, repeated over and over, just, you know, you just kind of see, like, the same stuff. Yeah. I don't play a lot of co-op games, so I don't have a lot of want for new co-op experiences, but... I, I mean, I would support any kind of game that breaks the mold to come out. Like, I just want new things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. That's why I, I kind of... I try to stay in in touch with the, the indie scene, because that's usually where you get those types of deals. Right. Um, I haven't played a lot just, of indie games recently. Yeah, it's just like, AAA, the... And I understand why they have to play it so safe because it's you know you spend so much money on the game you have to do you know what what people have come to enjoy and like or else you know you risk flopping. So that's why I'm kind of shying away from AAA games these days. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, speaking of games that I've played this year, though. Uh, I got last month, uh, right when it came out, AI The Somnium Files, which was made by the guys that made the Zero Escape games. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Have you heard of the Zero Escape games? Like 999 and Virtual yeah. Rushboard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love those games. Well, I didn't play nine nine nine, but you didn't play nine nine nine, but you played Virtue's Last Reward. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Were I you know. lost? I mean, I think even if I played nine nine nine, I'd probably be lost. That game is kind of like out there. So it, but... that game is out there, but I I promise it's a lot. It's it's easier. It, Maybe not a lot. It makes more sense. It makes more <laughs> sense if you play nine 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 first. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't know at the time. Yeah, so I mean, still a good game, regardless. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's made by that guy, and it's really good. I recommend it too. Uh, it's just more Zero Escape, honestly. That's what it feels like. I mean, you don't have the escape rooms in the same way. It's a uh, the the puzzles are a bit harder to figure out because they're not as um, logical i guess because like all the puzzles take place in a dream world so you have like you have to figure out kind of what the dream logic what the logic is of the dream world and then solve the puzzles based on that so the puzzles don't feel as logical but they still make sense and they can still be figured out um but the the story in the story sense and how it unfolds and the twists it feels like a zero escape game so i'd recommend that to anybody who enjoyed the Zero Escape series, and it's not related to the Zero Escape series, so you can play it without playing any of those. What was it called again? I'm sorry. AI, the Somnium Files. Okay. Sorry, I was looking it up on Steam so I don't forget. Yeah. I have a terrible memory, so if I don't... Save it um, I do like the Zero Escape games more, though. Like, this game's still really good, totally worth playing, but if you're choosing between this or the Zero Escape games, I say Zero Escape games all the way and play them in order. <laughs> Don't be like Mike. <laughs> Shit. I didn't know. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there is one other game I've been playing this year. Um, I play a lot of it. And I got really close to getting the platinum, but I just stopped playing when I realized how much of a grind it was going to take me to get to the platinum. What game? Um, the game is called Sekiro. It's a good game. It's, it's made by From Software. It is a Souls-like game. I, I'm I'm sure you guys have never heard of this before. <laughs> um, so, it's real under the radar. Yeah, so you so you play as this uh, samurai. <laughs> no, um, but anyhow, I, I played the shit out of that. I really enjoyed the combat system because um, it felt it felt like it was less about like environmental slash like accidental deaths that occur, and it was more like. I fucked up, and I attacked when I should have guarded, or, like, something like that. Because it feels like a, it's kind of like a, like, rock-paper-scissors-type combat system. Although, like, if you're not comfortable with the controls, it's going to be very unclear that that's kind of, like, how the game's been set up. So it's just, like, really... It's, it's really about learning the combat system. So, like, I really appreciate that about the actual gameplay versus the game strictly being like a did you dodge at the right time or did you honestly i think the combat in sekiro is way more fun than in dark souls i mean i still love dark souls but combat sekiro is just so fun oh yeah 
so I played, yeah, I, I, I don't know how many hours I sunk into it, but, yeah, I got to a point where, like, it was like, you need to max out all your, or get all the skills in the game, and I was like, this is going to take a lot of leveling to get to, and I just never did it. Yeah. So I basically stopped playing at that point. So, <laughs> speaking of uh, Souls-like games, um, Elden Ring. What happened with Code Vein? Oh, I played it. Was it terrible? Like <laughs> I hear it was. Wait, who said who said it was terrible? I've heard. I don't know. I, um, I talked to a few. I didn't people buy didn't it on like launch it. because uh, I also saw some mixed reviews for it. Got a lot of like sevens. Got some sixes. A couple eights. Um, very mixed reviews. And I played the demo before it came out and. The demo didn't really impress me that much, so I didn't buy it initially. But then after a couple of my friends bought it on PC, I was like... And it went on sale on HumbleBundle.com. So I went ahead and bought it since it went on sale so quickly after release, too. Um, and then, uh, let's see how many hours I've put into it. Because I think I'm pretty far now. Uh, I put 28 hours into it, so a decent amount of time. And... It was much better than my initial impressions. That's good. Um, That's good. From the demo. And uh, it just, I think it takes a bit because it, it initially felt, the combat felt really like light. Like, you know, Dark Souls has like a weighty feel to the combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this felt really fast and light. And it was kind of hard. It just kind of threw me off and it was hard to get used to. But eventually, when you do get used to it, it actually does start to feel a lot better. And it gets. And the combat's flashy, so it, it's really fun to pull off cool-looking moves. Um, I also really like that you can just change classes whenever you want. Like, just in the middle of the field, you just press, you open your menu, you just change your class, and now you can equip a whole different type of weapon, you use different magic skill, uh, magic like abilities or skills. Um, so, if you get bored of one playstyle, you just switch to another. Like, for the first half of the game, I was like completely a mage build where I was just blowing things up with spells, but I got tired of playing like that. So then I just switched, and now I'm playing, like, a tanky build with a hammer, and I smash everything. And just the ability to be able to change like that whenever you want just keeps the game interesting, in my opinion. So I actually do recommend it. I don't think it's as good as the Dark Souls games, but um, it's still good. And the music is super good. I'd probably say just buy it on sale and you won't regret it. That's what I was going to ask. You think yeah. it's worth 60 bucks? Yeah, I'd say buy it. I, I bought it for 50 It was on sale, like I said. Um, yeah. And I don't regret it, but I'd probably tell other people, wait till it's like 40 and then buy it uh, 40 or less. And, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's not going to... I mean, the story's okay. Like, it's way more story-heavy than the Dark Souls games in the sense that it's just in your face. There's cutscenes and stuff. It's funny, um, it's funny you're saying all this just because, um, like, I had already kind of started losing my interest before, like, they even re-announced that it was coming out in September. Um, yeah. And then, like what you had told me about the demo like solidified like i have no interest in buying this game (laughs) yeah and i don't blame you i don't blame anyone for not buying it especially after uh the mediocre reviews but if you look at uh basically there's videos from people who played it more like even from people who reviewed it gave it like a seven and stuff 
they, there's videos from these people, and then they kept playing it after, and they're like, they're like, it's just a fun game. Like, I'm not saying it's a great game. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's worth sixty dollars, but it's just fun to play, and it feels good to play and to do flashy combos. Yeah, and uh, that's that's all I could say about it too. Like, it's just fun. It's not the best. It's just fun. It's like a I'll play it once and then probably won't play it again. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I mean, the uh, winter sale is coming. It's a lot easier than the Souls games so, as well. I'll, I'll say that it. for sure. I think oh, it's yeah. easier mostly because you can change your play style whenever you want. So if one build isn't working for you, you just change how you're playing it, and then it gets a lot easier. Yeah. Wasn't there a game that was coming out where the whole point of it was like you D-level? Oh, that that's already out. I never got it, though. Um, let me see what that was called. I think it was called, like, Sinner or something. Yeah, because, like, the whole point of it was, like, every time you beat a boss, you technically de-leveled, so it made the game yeah. harder. Yeah, it's called Sinner. It. It's called Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption. It came out, um, October 22nd of 2018. Oh, shit, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and, uh, I never got it. It's only nineteen dollars. It's a it's a cheap game. Okay. It's like a boss rush game though. The combat is souls like, but there's no little enemies. You just pick a boss and you go and you fight that boss. And then after you beat a boss, you lose something. You pick what you lose, but you D level, like you said. So the game gets harder. Um, which could be interesting, but I don't know, because I haven't played it. It has mixed reviews on Steam. Okay. Hmm. Sounds like Mike's kinda game. I might pick it up if it goes on sale during the winter sale, honestly. I mean, 19 is already pretty cheap, so... Yeah, but because it has mixed reviews, it's like, eh, I don't need it right now. Right. If I can get it for, like, 10 bucks, then yeah, sure. Not to go on too much of a tangent, but how much stock do you guys put in reviews? Uh, not a ton. It can a decent amount. It can sway me if I'm on the fence. Me too. Okay. Me too. Like That's it kind of it kind of number driven me to not buy Death Stranding. Just as an example, the number won't ever sway me. Like something getting a five out of ten won't ever sway me. It'll be why it got out of a five out of ten that'll sway me. Yeah, they, yeah, I don't care about the number. Like, and that's why I'm saying even with Death Stranding, it got that one six point eight. But their whole reason was basically, oh, it's just too slow. It's like no, that's not a problem for me. So, like, yeah, yeah. I saw, <laughs> I saw one site call it a walking simulator. I was yeah. like. Damn. <laughs> to be That's fair, really I've played funny, Walking Simulator games, so. Oh yeah, I've I've played my share for sure. So. I also I uh, take reviews from friends way more seriously than I take reviews from uh, like websites, like critic sites. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like if if IGN said a game was terrible, but then Ryan played it and said it was great, I would I would trust Ryan that it would be great. Especially since yeah. Ryan knows my tastes, and well, he can and be like, this game's great, but it's bad for you. That's why I'd probably take more stock into, like, Metacritic, 
because once they get like user reviews, I'm not seeing it through the lens of yeah. a quote unquote critic, and more so right. through other players. It's like, all right, I'd probably trust the opinion of someone that's like regularly playing games versus someone that probably picked it up and already has their preconceived bias view beforehand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I was just curious. Um, sometimes when I'm on Steam and I'm looking at a game, um, like I said, I look at a lot of games that aren't like AAA, so I may not know a lot about them. And I'll see the reviews from people who've bought the game, mm-hmm. and it'll be like mostly positive. And when I see that, I get excited. But if I see like mix, I'm like, Ugh. Steam reviews for me i don't know like i feel like steam games get review bombed too often and a lot of the time they get negative reviews for things that have nothing to do with the game like the developer will say something mean on twitter and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of negative steam reviews you know right um so it's like i don't know like i'll read steam reviews but just like how i said the number doesn't sway me if it's positive or mixed that doesn't matter it just matters on why these people are giving you bad reviews. Yeah. I generally don't read them. I'll just like kind of look at the score, which I know is bad. Yeah. Teach their own. I, I did have a... <laughs> I had a fun time reading reviews. For, for, the, for the first time ever, Steam recommended uh, an adult game for me. And I was like, what? Ooh. Why? Mike was like, so I, was, I, like <laughs> I was like, is this serious? So, I, like, opened up the game, and I was looking at the reviews, and it was terrible. It was funny and terrible at the same time. Steam recommends me adult games all the time. Really? I I haven't bought any. I don't know why. (laughs) Why are they recommending me these adult games? They're like, we know you. Chrome searches. (laughs) They're like, we know you're lonely. (laughs) Oh, shit. I was I don't know I I don't know why it shocked me so much I guess I just didn't realize they were there that but I mean I'd heard before but I guess I forgot maybe I don't know yeah and so I was just like blown away but but anyway um yeah I don't know that's uh that that's all I can think of that I, I've played I'm sure there's been more during this break but I mean there's been a lot that I've played like. I also played Astral Chain, which was super good. Um, what is it? What's that? Oh, you mean it's the new game by Platinum Games? You know the people who made Bayonetta and Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah. Scalebound. <laughs> Scalebound. <laughs> Rip and Peace. Scalebound. Did that game come out? No, that got that got a Scale, death. Scalebound died. It, yeah, it got canceled. Oh, it did get canceled. Yeah, but Astral Chain came out uh, a couple months ago, and it was really good. I didn't finish it. I got really close to end. Then I put it down, and now I've had a really hard time getting myself to pick it back up. Because even though I liked it a lot, it's it's like a hard game to master. Mm-hmm. Like you could probably get through it like but by button mashing, maybe I don't know. Um, but I like to do well, and in the platinum games, I like to see that S ranking at the end of the mission. And I was just getting the hang of Astral Chain and getting those S rankings right before I put it down. And I don't know if I can. Uh, pick it back up and just be where i was at so i kind of have to relearn it and that sounds like a lot so i just haven't that's because it is a lot it It is a lot i mean you basically have to control two characters 
uh, when playing Astral Chain, which is super fun, but pretty hard. It's like trying to learn piano. Can't do it. It's too not, much brain it's power for me. As, I don't think it's as hard as learning piano. It's harder. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of wanted to have another topic for today, but we've been going over an hour already. Save so, it for next week. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. We'll uh, we'll have more time to to think of topics, but I mean, it's good to come back and let everyone know what we've been playing and what they could potentially buy and stay away from, and that we appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, I before we go though, I just kind of want to get a a feel for. Um, I know myself and Derek will be playing Death Stranding here soon. But what do you got that you're gonna be playing um, besides Outer Worlds? I mean, um, I'm gonna continue playing Catherine, fucking, and then oh, okay. Destiny, Destiny. And then uh, we can let you know, Ryan, what we think of uh, Death Stranding, mm-hmm. so that yeah. we can either a make you just feel so good in your decision to not get it immediately, <laughs> or b <laughs> or b we can tell you that we love it, and then you could just be like, "I don't believe you." Uh, I don't want. It. <laughs> You'll just yeah. say that you don't believe us. I won't, that it's really I good, won't and you won't believe I, us. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely saying. See him saying, "Yeah, right." Yeah, this game I'll sucks. say, "I'll wait till your rose colored colored glasses go away first. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys? Are you? I really want to try the raid if we can. The raid and Destiny. Oh, uh, well, I just. Oh I yeah, mean, I'm surprised we didn't talk about that more. But no, I don't. I don't have uh, the newest expansion. I bought it and then I beat it. No, that's fine. I, I, I refunded played... it. So. You, yeah. Oh, uh, Shadow Keep? Yeah. You refunded? I hated it so much that I refunded it. Wait, you hated it? Why? Well, I, I mean, we were wrapping up, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. We can talk about it more next week. But to put, <laughs> make a long story short, basically, I thought enemies were uninteresting. The, what the, the new enemy type is just, oh, let's pick an old enemy type and make it tankier. Let's give it more <laughs> HP, and then that's our new enemy type. And then every boss encounter was exactly the same. Not interesting. They all just big just big uh, bullet sponges that are like, okay, you've heard us enough. Now go kill ads. Then they come back and they just stand there to, to soak up some more damage. Then they disappear while you kill more of their tanky nightmare ads. And it's just boring. Like, the, the enemy variety was just non-existent. Um, the story was nowhere near the level of Forsaken. Nowhere near as mm. good, in my opinion. Um, That's fair. And That's the missions fair. just were not fun, in my opinion. So, yeah. I mean, I know that's not everybody's opinion, and that's totally fine. Like, no, no, no. I know Cord really liked it, so. Yeah. I, yeah. Like you said, we'll, we can talk about it more next week. Um, I'll give you my opinions and what I thought. But, as far as talking about raids, I I don't care what raid we play. I haven't played any raids. Oh, well, yeah. that's we that's a lie. I played Biotin. the what the first one, yeah. But I didn't I didn't finish that one. Um, I swear I thought you so, were we did. No, no, I was not part of the uh, crew that beat that one. So, um, I'm down to play anything. I just I don't know. 
It's been so long since I've even attempted a raid. I mean, I'm down yeah. to play any of the raids I have access to with you guys. Yeah. Like, I'll play any of them that, that I have access to, which is, I have access to all of them except for the whatever the newest one, one is. Be. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm down. I mean, if you guys, if you guys are, I'm down. So we'll figure it out. But, um, I guess that's it for this week, guys. Unless yeah. you guys have anything else you, you want to mention before we head out? Tune in next time. Hopefully it won't be another 10 months. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll totally next week. be here next week. Next week. If I have to hold a gun to your guys' head, we'll be here next week. I mean, so. I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> Unless you hold um, a gun to my head, then I won't be here. Then you won't. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys know where to find us. Um, the podcast is now on. Did we not talk? Am I crazy? Did I not talk about this? So have we not podcasted since I moved the podcast? We definitely have Correct. not podcasted since you moved the podcast. Oh wow, that's crazy! I even wrote like a little um, thing that I guess I never posted anywhere either, um, saying why I moved it. But anyway, <laughs> just a drop. <laughs> <to yourself. laughs> so, um, but yeah, so Anchor dot FM is like a much easier site to maintain. Maintain, <laughs> maintain the podcast and it it makes it easier for us to put it on several sites just all in one go versus me having to you know post it to spotify and mm-hmm. then a- apple podcast and it, it just does everything for us and you know they have if I want to use them, which I haven't tried yet, but I heard it's pretty good. They have editing tools that we could use to just, you can pretty much just make the podcast within Anchor easily. Like, but one of the cool things is, and I hope someone tries it, is like, if you go to the, well, darkhourgaming.com redirects to our site, you can actually leave voicemails and stuff for us now, which would be cool. And we could like kind of, talk about those and respond to those during the shows so um yeah it'd be pretty cool if someone goes on there and does that i'll uh i don't know we'll respond to it on the podcast yeah absolutely we could play on the podcast and then talk about it and stuff like that so uh, i definitely have some planned as far as rewarding those who use that feature because i think that'd be pretty cool but anyway um yeah that's where we are now if you want to listen there or like I said, we're still on all, everything else, you know, Spotify, Apple, it's just whatever. Anchor is the best. One. Anchor is the best, and you know there is. Don't worry about the donate feature. We don't need money. Um, I, I, mean, I, I need. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I, I put the donate feature there just because it was there. If you guys do donate or you feel like donate, I will 100% not take that. I'll uh, donate it to charity or something. We'll figure something out, but. Yeah, we don't need it. We're going to do podcasts. We do them for fun. We're not here to get rich. Quick. Or anything like that. So. <laughs> I mean, in the long run, we'll see. But right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, by all means, if you do want to, like I said, I'll, I'll figure out a charity to give it to. I actually want to do an extra live stream. Um, I don't know. I want to get my viewers up first. I've been streaming a little bit lately. My viewers are still pretty low, so I don't think doing one right now is smart but i would love to you know help the kids so um but anyway if you guys want to watch me on twitch 
Twitch dot is it TV or dot com? Twitch dot TV. Twitch dot TV slash Big Boss Matters. Um, DarkHourGaming.com. Um, I don't know if you guys are doing anything as far as uh, content wise that you want to promote or talk I'm, about. But... I've had plans for content for forever, but haven't done it, so <laughs> I won't promote anything till I actually make it. Same. Till you make it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I hope you guys. Uh, I know we've talked before about what you guys. We're going to try and do. Yeah. Hope it gets off the ground. Um. But yeah, let us know when you guys do. For sure. So. But I appreciate you guys. Um. Help bringing this podcast back. It's been way too long, and I love doing You're this. You're welcome. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh. Until next week, and I guarantee a show next week. So. None of this. Oh, we'll try. We'll try. We're doing a fucking show next week. Um, come hell or high water. So, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. 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 Thanks, Bye. Mom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>